name is Patrick McGilvray, and I'm an experienced marathoner, ultra runner, sports nutritionist, master life coach, and weight loss coach for runners. I've dedicated my life to helping runners just like you properly fuel your body and your mind so you can get leaner, get stronger, run faster, and run longer than you ever thought possible. This is Running Lean. Hey there, and welcome to episode 199 of Running Lean. My name is Patrick McGilvray, the weight loss coach for runners, and today, strength, power, and hypertrophy for runners. So there's a lot of confusing information out there about how runners should approach strength training and exactly what do we mean when we say strength training. Some people think you should use very light weights and do a ton of reps, you know, so you don't bulk up too much. Other people suggest lifting heavy weights and doing fewer reps, but for a lot of runners, that seems kind of scary. And they're like, I don't know, is this good? Is it going to help me with my endurance? So what is the right answer for you? That's what this episode is all about. In this episode, I'm going to explain the difference between training for strength, power, and hypertrophy and what all those things mean. And hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll have a much clearer understanding of these different resistance training methodologies and how to do them correctly. But first, if you want a little help getting started with all of the stuff I talk about here on the podcast, I created something that I think is going to be perfect for you. Uh, it's called Five Simple Steps to Becoming a Leaner, Stronger Runner. I will teach you how to lose weight the right way and how to keep it off for good without running a million miles a week. I created this training based off of years of doing this podcast and all the topics that I talk about. I kind of distilled it all into about a one-hour training that you can go through. It's totally free. You just have to enter your email address so you can get the, the follow-ups and things like that. But this is going to teach you how to crush your weight loss goals and your running goals. Um, so if you're ready to become leaner and stronger, if you're ready to run faster and longer and become the healthiest, most badass version of yourself, you owe it to yourself to check out this free training. It's called Five Simple Steps to Becoming a Leaner, Stronger Runner. You can find it on my website. Just go to runningleancoaching.com and click on free training. And it's free, by the way. Okay, let's talk about strength, power, and hypertrophy for runners. So first of all, I want to stress the importance of this topic today, which is resistance training. So a lot of people just lump it all in, into strength training. They say strength training, and that's what everybody thinks of. But there are actually different ways of improving your skeletal muscle. So you can strengthen your muscles, or you can get bigger muscles, or you can get more powerful muscles. And I'm going to explain the difference between those today. But resistance training helps to improve your health in many, many ways. I always say that the number one driver of your health, of your um, body composition, is going to be nutrition. Food plays such a huge role in your body composition, your ability to burn fat. The second biggest driver of body composition and fat burning and overall health is going to be resistance training. So you got to be doing some sort of regular resistance training. I talk to so many runners every single day who tell me, oh, I'm great with my running. I do that all the time, but I just never hit the gym. I never do resistance training. I hate it. Don't like going to the gym. And, and I'm just like, why? It is the best thing that you can do for yourself from a fitness standpoint, better than running. 
running is catabolic. Running breaks down muscle. It really does. And it's, if you're not, if you're like running long distances and you're doing no strength training, that's a, not a good combination. Okay. So we got to be doing some regular resistance training, but there's different ways you want to do it depending on what your goals are. But some of the benefits that you get from resistance training and doing these things regularly and becoming stronger and, and putting on a little bit of extra muscle is things like improved body composition. So you have more muscle mass and less fat mass. So your body composition gets improved and you look better. You look better naked, which is amazing. Um, regular resistance training will help you burn more fat. It helps to improve your endurance because you're able to run longer distances on fat as fuel, number one, but also you're able to improve your endurance because your muscles won't fatigue as quickly as someone who doesn't have as strong muscles. So when your muscles are stronger, you can actually run longer distances before you fatigue. Um, regular resistance training helps improve your speed as a runner because you can run faster and, and push yourself uh, harder because you have more muscle uh, mass. Um, it helps to improve your power to weight ratio, which just means that, you know, the weight on your body isn't necessarily fat, it's more muscle. And so your that weight is actually propelling you faster down the road. Okay. So your power to weight ratio goes up because you can burn some more fat and then you have more muscle. And so you're going to be more powerful, faster runner. Regular resistance training helps to prevent injuries. This is one of the big keys that a lot of runners don't understand why they keep getting injured. And the thing you have to understand is that when you're stronger, your whole body is stronger, not just your legs, but you know, head to toe, you are less likely to get injured. Getting stronger helps to protect muscles, but it helps to protect your joints as well, because we have all these connective tissues, ligaments and tendons that are holding our joints together. And this thing, these things are really involved with running. Most running injuries are connective tissue injuries. You know, there's tendonitis in different areas that tends to be where people get the most uh, injuries from running. And so regular strength training can help prevent injuries in those areas as well. Um, regular strength training helps improve lactate threshold, meaning you can uh, clear lactate faster. It helps improve your metabolism, it helps you burn more calories. Um, also, muscle tissue that has been well trained is more efficient at utilizing calories. So, you know, you're more energy efficient at changing uh, protein into muscle and things like that. So, so many um, ways that your metabolism gets improved from doing regular resistance training. Um, it helps prevent sarcopenia. Sarcopenia is muscle loss as you get older. And I was just reading a study recently that showed that people as young as 30 are starting to experience sarcopenia. And if you're getting uh, muscle loss as early as 30 years old, and that just continues as you get older, you're not going to be in good shape when you get older. You're not going to be able to pick up your grandkids or, you know, um, uh, you won't be ambulatory. You won't be able to walk. You know, a lot of people that as they get older, they they lose muscle and they get injured because they can't carry themselves properly. They fall down, they break a hip, and then they're like bedridden. And this really drastically uh, speeds up the aging process and people die a lot earlier when they don't have as much muscle mass. So you got to be doing regular resistance training starting today <laughs> for the rest of your life, okay? Um, it also helps improve bone density. A lot of women talk about um, osteoporosis and something that is a concern for a lot of people in general. 
Well, regular resistance training will help offset that. Um, regular resistance training helps boost energy, helps improve your sleep. It just helps you to live longer. They've done studies that have shown that people who exercise regularly and they did the studies comparing people who did cardiovascular exercise and resistance training, the people that did regular resistance training and no cardio actually lived longer. So I'm not saying don't do cardio, but I'm just saying that you know, regardless of whether they did cardio, cardio or not, the people who did regular resistance training lived longer. So we're just talking about quality of life here. So there's so many benefits and there's probably even more. I just, I'm just listing the, the ones that I think are especially important for us as we get older and you as a runner, but there's so many benefits to regular resistance training. If you're not doing this right now, just you got to start. Okay. And I'm going to give you some, some, uh, help here and give you a little bit of guidance to get you started, but just understand that it is key that you are doing something, uh, regularly, which means twice a week, at least, you can do more than that, which is totally fine. I think a lot of people get really great results when they do three or four times a week, but you can get good results by just working out uh, and doing some sort of resistance training twice a week. I have a great program that I teach all my clients, which is 20 minutes twice a week. It's a full body workout that you only have to do twice a week. And it is very effective and a great place for most people to start. And once they get you know, a few months into that, they can start to change that up and maybe add more to that. But that's a great place to start. So if you're thinking, oh, I don't have time to do it, you have time, you have 20 minutes twice a week. Or if you're like, oh, I don't have a gym membership, you don't need a gym membership, you can do this a lot of this stuff at home, you can at least get started at home, you can get some uh, resistance bands, which provide for little money, maybe 50 bucks, 75 bucks, something like that, you can get a set of resistance bands with different resistance, uh, you know, weights on them, you know, technically like the different, like so that'll say like 20 pounds of resistance, 40 pounds of resistance, 60 pounds of resistance. Those are great because you can use those anywhere. You can take them on vacation with you. I mean, yeah, I take my resistance bands on vacation with me and I work out in the hotel room, you know, because it's that important to me, you know? Um, so it doesn't take a gym membership. It doesn't take a lot of time. You don't have to become a gym rat and spend all your time, six, eight hours at the gym every week. Just start, right? And start doing this consistently. And as you do this, you're going to feel so much better and you're just going to, your quality of life's going to improve. You're going to sleep better. You're going to have more energy. Uh, running will improve. You're not going to be as injured. You're going to be burning more fat. Your body composition is going to improve. People are going to go, oh man, you're, you're looking like you got a little tone there. You know, that looks great. All that stuff is, is possible for you, but you got to start. Okay. So one principle I want to go into before we talk about the different, the differences between strength, power, and hypertrophy is the progressive overload principle, which means that in order to strengthen a muscle or to grow a muscle, you have to overload that muscle. And we don't want to do that massively by lifting a thousand pounds. The first time you go and lift weights, it's progressive overload because you have to progressively overload that muscle or you're not going to get the benefits. So what I mean like that, like imagine you're doing bicep curls. We all know what that looks like. And you grab a 10 pound weight and you're able to do 10 bicep curls until you just can't do another one and you hit failure. So you, you get about halfway up and you just cannot finish that rep. That's called failure when you cannot finish a rep with good form. 
um, that is that is where you're going to stop with that exercise because you've hit your uh, threshold, right? So you cannot go anymore. So you've hit that thresh threshold. Um, then what you're going to do is you're going to you know give it a day or two to rest that muscle, uh, and then you're going to try it again. And this time you might be able to do 11 reps. Okay, so you're going to progressively overload that muscle and again you're going to go and let me do 11 reps until you hit that failure again and then you you have you have seen some improvement you've made some progress you overloaded the muscle the muscle had an adaptive response a positive adapt adaptation to that overload and said i need to get stronger i need to grow and there's different ways muscles grow muscles can get stronger or muscles can get bigger and there's a little bit of overlap between the different ways we're going to talk about building muscle here. But, you know, when you're doing strict strength training, you will see some muscle growth when you're you know, when you're training for muscle growth. You will see some strength improvements as well. But just understand that um, we want to overload the muscle in order for it to have that positive adaptation, whether it's to get bigger or to get stronger. OK, so that is very important. We just got to remember that principle here. OK, so. First of all, let's talk about strength, strength training. Why do we want to train for strength? Well, we want to get stronger as a human being. We want to be able to carry ourselves around. We want to be able to run longer distances. We want to be able to lift heavier things. You know, we want to be able to enjoy quality of life as we get older. Um, all these things are going to be improved when you do regular strength training. And you're not going to get bigger. You're not necessarily going to get much bigger muscles. They will grow a little bit, but it's going to be pretty minimal. Okay. So people that think, oh my gosh, I don't want to train strength training because I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to get all big like a bodybuilder. Don't worry about that. It is really, really hard to get big like a bodybuilder. I know from experience, I've been trying this and I'm a little bit older and it does get a little bit harder as you get older too, but I'm a little bit older and I've been, I've been doing very targeted uh, hypertrophy and strength training to get bigger muscles, eating extra calories. And it is very hard to do. I, I am doing it. I am getting bigger, but it is, it's taking a long time and it's very hard to do. I don't think you need to worry about that, but I think it is important and we can all benefit from getting stronger. So I think strength training is something we definitely want to be focusing on at least at some point in your you know, training cycle. Let's say you're training for a marathon. You know, you want to be doing some sort of strength training throughout the entire, uh, the entirety of that training cycle. You don't want to be, uh, you don't want to just do the strength training in the off season. I've heard people say that too. Like, oh, I'm only going to do it in the off season. Why? Because you only want to be strong in the off season. You only want to be injury free in the off season. You only want more energy in the off season. No. Don't do that. <laughs> the only time you really need to not do any strength training is right before a race. I usually tell people to take the week of a race off and the week before you can do some light strength training, but don't get too, you know, don't lift too much. You don't want to be sore. You don't want to be sore go leading into your a race, you know, so just, you can train all the way through your training cycle. You can weight train through your entire training cycle. Just that last week when you're tapering and you're about ready to, to do your race, cut it out. Just don't do any of it. That way you're just a hundred percent for your race. Okay. 
But we want to get stronger. And, and if you're somebody that wants to get stronger and be able to lift heavier things and to be able to improve your running performance, to become a uh, faster runner and improve your endurance, then building uh, training for strength is going to be how you want to do this. Okay. So this is about improving the strength of your muscle fibers, not necessarily increasing size. The size will increase a little bit, but we're more interested in improving the strength of those muscle fibers. And the way we do it, I'm going to tell you exactly how you train for strength. The first thing to understand is that you want to shoot for um, around 85% of your one rep max. Okay, now you're probably thinking, what the hell is he talking about? What is a one rep max? One rep max is, is the maximum amount of weight you can lift for one repetition. Okay, but you don't have to go and lift something super heavy and hurt yourself to determine what your one rep max is. Instead, there's a calculator you can use online, and I don't have the um, website address in front of me here. I meant to write it down. I didn't write it down. But just do a search for one rep max calculator. And what it'll do is um, it'll take something you've done, like let's say you've done a bench press and, you, and you're able to do 12 reps on a bench press at 100 pounds. Then it'll tell you what your one rep max would be for that um, exercise. Okay. So um, let's say you can do 100 pounds 12 times on a bench press. You put this number into this calculator and it says, okay, your one rep max for the bench press is 140 pounds. I actually did this and I put the data in here. So 140 pounds would be your one rep max. Um, so we want to take 85% of that, which is like 119 pounds. So we'll just round it up to 120. So for strength, you want to be doing bench press around 120 pounds. Okay. Easy peasy, right? 85% of your one rep max. That's number one. The next part of this, and this is going to be really easy to remember is for strength training. We want to use the three to five principle. That means we want to train each muscle group three to five times a week. We want to do three to five exercises each time. We want to do three to five repetitions of each exercise. And then we want to do three to five sets of each exercise. So three to five sets, three to five reps of each exercise, three to five exercises, three to five times a week, and then a three to five minute rest in between sets. That's a long time to rest in between sets, but you want to start each new set feeling like 100%, okay? So three to five principle is exercise three to five times a week. Choose three to five exercises to do. Three to five sets, three to five repetitions of each exercise. And then three to five minutes rest between, okay? That's easy to remember, three to five. That's all you got to remember. If you do that, you will get stronger. You're going to build strength, right? Now, that 85% of your one rep max, that is going to go up as you progress with this, okay? So we want to aim for a three to five. This is actually another three to five number, three to five percent increase in resistance each week. So when we're talking about progressively overloading, we got to increase that weight um, that we're lifting each week. Um, so we want to have a, just a slight increase each week. Don't, don't try to go, you know, 20% increase each week or something like that. You're going to hurt yourself. Just go slow and shoot for that three to 5% increase in resistance each week. Okay. Um, and I do need to just say this, um, 
like you got to make sure that you're doing your exercises safely. I'm just take this information I'm sharing here as just generalized information. You and I are not working together. Um, but just take this information and make sure that you're cleared to do weight training and that you're doing these exercises safely. Okay. That's very important. That's my little disclaimer right there. <clears throat> okay. So that is strength. We want to shoot for 85% of our one rep max and then use that three to five principle. Now, the same principles are going to apply when we talk about power pretty much. There's going to be a few exceptions here, but understand that power is going to be very similar to strength with one exception is going to be we're adding in speed. So we're going to add speed times force. Force is the amount of weight you're lifting. So speed is how quickly you're lifting that weight, and that equals power. So what we're what we're using as the primary driver to build power is intensity. So the intensity of these exercises is going to be different when you're doing uh, uh, resistance training for power versus strength. Okay, we're going to be using. Uh, sub-maximal weight here. So we don't want to use as heavy weight. We want to be about 30 to 70% of our one rep max. So you could use like 50% maybe as the, um, as the number. You can start there and just kind of see if you need to go up or down from there. But we want to lift fast. We want to lift powerfully. So intensity is the primary driver. And these workouts that you do, if you're, if you're lifting for power, they should not, not be fatiguing. They should be non-fatiguing. That means that you should still have gas in the tank at the end of your workout. Okay. And again, we want to progressively overload based off of power, but we want to aim for that three to 5% increase in each in resistance each week, not the volume. So we're not increasing the volume when we're talking about increasing resistance. We're talking about the weight on the bar. Okay, or the weight of the resistance, uh, um, or the amount of resistance, I should say. So we don't want to increase the volume. We want to keep the volume low when we're training for strength and power. When we're training for hypertrophy, which I'll talk about in a minute, the the um, volume is going to be higher. The weight's going to be less. So training for strength and power are going to be similar with a few of these exceptions. You're going to use a little bit less uh, resistance with the power just because you're going to be lifting it very fast. So, and that's the big difference there. Slow and controlled with strength training, uh, faster with the power. Okay. Okay. Next, let's talk about hypertrophy. What is hypertrophy? So strength training means we're trying to improve the strength of the individual muscle fibers. Hypertrophy is all about increasing the size of those muscle fibers. So hypertrophy is building bigger muscles. So when you look at like bodybuilders, they're mostly focused on hypertrophy. And something interesting, I think a lot of runners that think about weight training, they want to do lighter weights and lots of reps. And they think that this is um, the way to make sure they don't get too big but actually the opposite is true. If you're a runner and you want to improve your running performance, you want to be focused on that uh, speed or that power and strength. Like you want to focus on, on higher weights and, and, and lower reps actually. Okay. The opposite of hypertrophy is atrophy. You've probably heard that word before. So atrophy is a gradual decline in effectiveness or vigor due to underuse or neglect. 
You do not want that. When your muscles atrophy, they are no longer strong. They are no longer big. They get smaller. And we do not want that. Uh, we want to make sure that our muscle mass is, we're maintaining muscle mass as we get older and maintaining muscle strength as we get older. Okay. So hypertrophy is all about building bigger muscles. Okay. Again, there's a little bit of overlap with these, but if you want to focus on hypertrophy, you're going to do things a little bit differently. The three to five principle, that's great for building strength and it's great for power, but hypertrophy is a little bit different. Strength is all about heavy loads. So you want to do fewer reps, but heavier, heavier weight. Hypertrophy is all about volume. So hypertrophy is all about lots of sets, lots of reps with lighter weights. Okay. So when we talk about doing hypertrophy training, you probably want to start around 65% of your one rep max. You can play around with that number, but that's a good place to start. And what we're looking for is something between like six and 30 reps per set. Okay. Anywhere between like 12 and 20 is usually a good place to be like, that's kind of the sweet spot, but it can be as high as 30 or as low as six. I shoot for 15. Like that's just kind of a number that I think is, is a great number to get to for hypertrophy. And so that's kind of where I go. If you can't do 15, uh, then you need to decrease the load. You know, if you can't get to that 15 or if you're if you're getting to like 25 and it's still you could keep going, maybe increase the weight a little bit. So you you hit around 15 and maybe 17. I've been focused on hypertrophy lately at the gym and I noticed that I'm, I'm getting between like 15 and 18 on most exercises. And then as I can continually do like 18, 18, 18, I might up the weight until I can only do like 15. And then I'm um, I'll get to the place where that with that new weight, if I can you know, do 16, 17, 18, pretty consistently, then I'll up the weight again. Okay. Um, so hypertrophy is, you, you know, we want to be around 65% of our one rep max and then somewhere around 15 reps and then three to 10 sets. So we're doing a lot of volume here. So with a lot of volume, you can't do as heavy weights, but you can do more reps, lighter weights. Um, and I like to shoot for the middle of that. So maybe six sets. Okay. So example, might be you're doing squats. So you pick a number that's like 65% of your one rep max um, and do six sets of 15 reps of squats. And then your rest period in between these sets is shorter. So the rest between you know power and strength is gonna be three to five minutes. You only wanna rest for like 30 to 60 seconds between sets when you're training for hypertrophy because you wanna keep that load going. You want to keep the volume up. You want to keep the intensity up. Okay. So only about a minute, you know, rest between sets when you're doing, uh, training for hypertrophy. Okay. So why would you want to train for hypertrophy? If you want to get bigger muscles, you know, if you're somebody that is like, you know, I want to, I want to get stronger, uh, but I don't want to get all big and bulky, then focus on lifting heavier weights and don't do as many reps and sets. If you're somebody that it's like me, where I was like, I wanna get bigger, I want bigger arms, I want a bigger chest, I want you know bigger legs, then I'm gonna focus on doing more volume, okay? Now, I like to do this in cycles. So I go through six week cycles where I, I, I do each one of these. I go from strength to hypertrophy to power to strength to hypertrophy to power every six weeks. And this is great, even through training cycles, um, I feel like I'm always improving from a, from a muscle standpoint, like getting bigger or getting stronger muscles. Okay. One more thing I want to tell you, and this goes for 
all the different um, methodologies that I've been talking about here, strength, power, and hypertrophy, is the power of intention. So it doesn't matter how you're doing your training. One of the keys is intention. So you want to put your mind and your intention into each muscle that you're working, right? So you want to think about the muscle. So if you're doing bicep curls, you want to be looking at that bicep muscle and thinking about that bicep muscle. This is something that Arnold talks about. <laughs> he talks about look at it, focus on it getting stronger. I'm not going to do my Arnold impression here because that would be terrible. But focus on that muscle getting stronger, getting bigger, getting more powerful or whatever. Contract that muscle tightly each time you do each single rep. You want to contract your muscles as hard as possible during each exercise to get the maximum results from each rep that you do. Like if you're just sitting there going da, 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 and you're not really, if you're doing it super fast, I saw somebody at the gym doing this the other day, they were talking on the phone and doing um, uh, leg extensions and they were just, there was like almost no weight on there and it looked like there was no effort being used whatsoever they're not getting any results. Whatever they're doing is not, <laughs> they're not getting stronger muscles or bigger muscles. They're just like goofing around is what they're doing. Okay. They're wasting time. They can say, Oh, I went to the gym and I did all these leg lifts, but it's not working. I'm not getting stronger. I wonder why. Well, you're not putting any intention into it. Okay. So think about this. Um, if you're doing a plank and you're, you're holding that plank position, um, but you're intentionally thinking about your core and you're contracting your core the entire time you're doing that plank. That plank, number one, is going to be a lot harder, but it's also going to be way more effective. If you're doing bicep curls, you don't need as much weight on the bar to get the same results if you contract hard during that lift. So you don't need to do as many reps. Let's say you're training for strength and you're not doing as, as many reps. You can get massive results by going slow and controlled and then um, really contracting that muscle, especially in that top, you know, that top contracted position and holding it, okay? So you wanna get the most out of each rep that you do. You wanna be very intentional about this stuff. I know I rattled off a bunch of numbers, but it doesn't mean anything if you're doing these things really passively. Like that, we have to put intention into how we're doing our strength training because it is that important. Okay, if you want to live a long, healthy, you know, life and be strong all the way up until old age and live to be a hundred years old or whatever, then you know, strength training is going to be the way you get there. Okay, you want to lose weight, you want to improve your body composition, you want to be a better fat burner, you want to improve your endurance as a runner. Strength training. Uh, hypertrophy training, power training, that's how you're going to get there. Okay. And as always, if you're looking for help with any of this stuff, we can talk about coaching. That's what I do. Just head over to my website, runningleancoaching.com. Click on work with me and we can set up a time to have a little conversation about coaching. See if there's a good fit for you. Cool. All right. That's all I got for you today. Love to you all. Keep on running lean and I will talk to you soon.